right, here we are. So good to be here, Mark. Yes. Just you and me tonight. Just it, just you and me. So yeah. Which uh, you know, just to put this out there on uh, the uh, June twentieth, we will not have a show, and then we will not have a show on July fourth. So uh, not next week. Then again, the week after, and then the week after that, we won't. Um, and then I think we'll be me and Malvina on the eleventh. So. Uh, summer's here, you know, things are busy, things are moving, it's cruising. Uh, I mean, winter's here in, uh, in, in Australia. So, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking out my window and it's dreary, it's foggy, it's rainy, it's cold and all that sort of stuff. But, and you know, we get to, we get to do this either time. So when you, you know, got foot high snow and I'm sitting there saying, oh, gee, you know, it's warm here. <laughs> totally. It's great. It's great. Well, it's good to be, it's good to be here. You know, God's, God's on the move, lots of stuff going on. And I think Where's it's going to, we, well, <laughs> he's going to, he's going to, he's going to, going to bring us back into right alignment, right? Um, in the right identity, right? That's where he's off to. Yeah. I mean, I, I just recently, you know how you, you can know a story really well, uh-huh. you know, uh, parables and, you know, all those sorts of things. Uh-huh. And uh, I just gone back to um, just refreshing again, because sometimes uh-huh. you become, we can become so familiar with a topic, uh-huh. you know, and um, uh, in fact, become maybe too familiar with it. You know, we think we know what it says. Uh, it's that's one of my deals, you know. It's it's like I know it, you know. I, I I've got a reasonably good memory. Uh, oh. In fact, I, I think I've got a photographic memory, but I, it's probably still developing. So, um, wow, yeah, yeah. We'll 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 hang on that one for a minute. Yeah, just yeah, just just <laughs> see la, you know. Pause and ponder. Uh, no, just, you know, just soak that one in. <laughs> well, you know. You know, the good thing about it is not really negative. Um, <laughs> oh dear. Uh, anyway, so just thinking about the prodigal son, you know, like most of us have focused upon the prodigal, you know, and mm-hmm. and about how, uh, and and so we should because you know it's like you know he, he the prodigal son goes off and he does his own thing, you uh-huh. know, um, and what people don't realize. I, I don't think it is that when he says to the father, I want my inheritance, you know, I want what, what would normally come to me when you're dead. He's in fact saying, I wish you were dead because I want right. mine, you know. And so what you see really there is very typically a sort of a, like an orphan mindset from, from him. And he goes through, um, you know, spending up all his money and he gets to the bottom of the bottom. You know, like he's hanging out with unclean animals, you know, the swine, the pigs, and and feeding them and all of those sorts of stuff. And there's a place in which he comes to his senses and he has this thought, well, look, you know, I'm just going to go back and say I'm not worthy to be your son. Uh, He just, again, he doesn't quite understand that. And he gets back and he sees, the father sees him and comes running to wrap his arms around him. And, you know, most people know this story, but... Just, it's worthwhile just going over and and yeah. and what you see is this restoration where the where the the father doesn't even address what the son has practiced in his mind because you hear him practicing and then he says it you know it's like I'm not worthy to be your son or whatever else the father doesn't even address it it's like that's stupid you know it's like <laughs> it's not even worth me saying something and he demonstrates you know puts a 
out and dresses him up, goes to the ring, restores him. Right. And, um, and, and, and all of that is wonderful and it's great. But to watch, as you read then on, the behaviour of the older son, who should really be really happy, but he's not. You know, and and what we what we see is some of this orphanness stuff because we we some of the stuff that happens uh, from an orphan mindset is jealousy. Yeah. You know, it's like, hey, I've done all this, and yet you're getting this. Mm-hmm. You know, and constantly you see Jesus address it. He doesn't really call it out and say that's orphan mindset, but he addresses it. He says, look. You know, this this is what happens in the world. But let me just show you what it, where it's coming from. What's the spirit behind it? What's the what's the attitude behind it? And I think it was really quite interesting because in Luke, um, Luke fifteen, when it talks about this, he says, with reference to the older son, he says, but he was angry and wouldn't go in. Right, that is an expression yep. of being offended. Yeah. Right. You know, oh, Jesus, yeah. Jesus, Jesus, couple chapters later says that it's impossible for offenses not to come. Right? So if we if we settle the issue, offenses are gonna come your way. You're gonna get offended. Or offense is gonna come where you're potential about being offended. Now what are you gonna do with it? So so could we could we dare to think that we realize that offense is going to come and it's going to catch up with us or it's going to knock on the door when we least expect it or it's going to turn up in front of our face. And so our goal should be to become, I'm going to be the most unoffendable person that I could possibly be. Yeah, yeah. Why? Because I'm going to become the most healthy son that I could possibly, or daughter, you know, child mm-hmm. of God. I'm going to become the most healthy because true healthy sons or daughters are not offendable. Not offended. They can't be offended. They're unoffendable. Yep. Yep. Right? Because yep. yep. there's nothing to be offended with. And so and so, you know, here here what we find is the older brother becomes angry because the younger brother is being treated in a way fathers should treat a son who was lost. Mm-hmm. Yep, and and, yep. and he even changes his vocabulary. That son of yours, yeah, refuses to go into the party, and 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 therefore he lives in this place. As, and the father and the father's answer to him was like, "All I have is yours. Like you, you can have a banquet every night. You can have a feast every night if you wanted to. I would have been okay with that." Yeah, you know. And I think I think there lies some of the sorts of things. Our perspectives, you know, it, it, that the enemy will often have us working for something that we already have. Mm-hmm. He'll have us staying away from things that we are meant to walk in, you know, yep. and 100%. much of that will happen because we're offended. And, you know, you've been there as well as I do in a church oh, yeah. context. Yeah. One it's of the number hard. one... One number, <laughs> the number one problems that have usually come is because people have got offended. I've had people leave my church because they're offended at me because I didn't say hello to them 
yep. when I walked past them yeah. because I was uh-huh. thinking about something else or I didn't visit them when they had need um, yep. because I didn't perceive that yep. I was, you know, I've had those and they've be, become offended at it. Now, you know, mm-hmm. I, yep. I, I never, I never well, intentionally. And, and this is, yeah, you just, and then, and then if you tolerate, um, you know, uh, yeah, a spirit that's at work in your church to try and create chaos and and havoc and people stirring up drama when all that kind of stuff starts, then you know everybody starts getting offended real quick and it starts snowballing on you. I've seen that happen? You know, it's really it was really interesting what you're. Oh, go ahead. Did you have a no? I, I, yeah, I, I was going to have a comment on that. I was just going to say, you know, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be like heaven on earth if if, if everybody in a in a, <laughs> yeah. in a church environment uh-huh. was so healthy totally. that they weren't offended? Because yeah. what would happen is yeah. it impossible for fences to come, but they come and knock on the door, and no one was home. You know, it's just yep. like yep. you know, yep. and and the enemy gets tired of doing those sorts of things, so the offenses become less and less and less. They do. You know, so the but you know See, the scripture says, submit to God and resist the devil, and he will flee. Right, and so that's yeah. exactly what happens yeah. when you start to resist those sorts of things. That's when that's you right. actually entertain somebody. Yeah, and and you know when you when you choose, you know it's interesting because um, uh, was the Church of Thyatira in Revelation where it says you tolerate that yeah. woman Jezebel, like you tolerate that when you tolerate it, he's not yeah. pleased, you know. And so, um, yeah. so I think it's I think it's an interesting interesting. Um, place to be because when one of the one of the places that i think is interesting is is when you start operating in your authority and as a son right which mm-hmm. is not you know it's like uh you and i and and malvina just recently read a read a good book about you know david and saul and and absalom yeah. called the tale of three kings by gene edwards I, i'd read it yeah. a decade ago and yeah. dusted it off and and um and you happened to have it at the same time we were all we all kind of got led there at the same time which is cool that that's that. the book <laughs> that's the book um but yeah. what's really interesting you know you talk about you know there's a point in the book where uh, this young boy comes up to this uh he's under rehoboam uh which mm-hmm. was the grandson of one of the harshest rulers in israel the grandson of David, the son of Solomon, who made everybody's life miserable mm-hmm. and split the kingdom between him and Jeroboam. Mm-hmm. And and the, this young guy goes like he thinks he finds the mighty man of war, like mm-hmm. one of David's mighty men and goes up and, and is talking to to him about, well, tell me about King David. And he's like, the dude was a mess. <laughs> he cried all the time. He was, he never talked about his authority. He never, mm-hmm. like, he just, he modeled it. And I love the phrase in there. He says that, that what I learned, the guy says, what I learned from David, and it's kind of a narrative. He says, what I learned from David was submission because he lived it. He walked yeah. in it. He yeah. did it. He never had to yeah. talk about it. He just did it. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously he needed to teach his son some things, but, you know, <laughs> you know, there's that. But I think I think it's interesting how so often um, offenses and these places of deep uh, betrayal, deep wounding, deep hurt mm-hmm. um, that we can now steer. Uh, we allow those things to steer our ship 
um, you know, and help us mm -hmm. have us make choices like people leaving a church because they're offended instead of talking about it. Mm -hmm. Right. Instead of resolving it. Um, so mm -hmm. um, I'm wondering if perhaps the challenge of sonship, right, and becoming a son is is about the willingness to embrace that place of I, I don't want to overuse the word brokenness, but the place the place of of like a David who acknowledged his utter need for the Lord. Right. Because because you like, you know, humble yourself before in the sight of the Lord. He will lift you up, draw near to God. He'll draw near to you, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Right. Mm -hmm. All of that is just all sucked into the same passage. Mm -hmm. um, and it seems like seems like the response, like a David, to humble yourself will help you stay unoffended and yeah. unoffendable, right? Because yeah. as a son, and you don't have to fight for yourself. You're not fighting for yeah. your value. You're not fighting to have your needs met. You're not you're not making sure that your emotions are going to be caretaked because yeah. the Lord is there. The Lord is there with you. He's your father. He's a good father. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, what well, I, you know, one of the things that uh, I've been pursuing, and it's a bit of a hobby horse sort of a thing, but I think it also flows out of what you know Jeremiah Johnson talked about that as we head into you know much more the apostolic age, that particular apostles will have um, certain areas. You know, one of those you know is about you know sons and sonship, and I think that's that's really been mine for lots of years, but I've just increasingly, you know, gone after that. Um, and, you know, I, I want to personally become the most healthiest son that I could possibly be because I've spent a lot of years, you know, um, you know, I, I just was thinking about the other day, you know, I went through a whole season of probably in my life where I was offended at so many things. Um, yeah. And some of them I just cringe. It's like, oh, how could I have been so stupid? <laughs> um, and, um, but you know, that, that's good, isn't it? When you can look back and say, you know, uh -huh. that was, that was dumb behavior, you know, there, but when we, when we look at the whole thing of the orphan spirit and the orphanness, um, uh -huh. and w w what we, what we see is behavior that, um, uh, sounds okay, um, uh -huh. because it's got a front to it. But it really comes from the from the basis of if I can make you look bad, then mm -hmm. I feel good. Mm -hmm. Or yeah. you know, if I could be jealous at your success, mm -hmm. you know, or you know, if, if you know, if I can, you know, and, and it's quite contrary to what Jesus taught about, you know, mm -hmm. when he said like you know, love covers over a multitude of sins, and yet mm -hmm. the orphan part of us says, no, we need to expose it, we need to get it out there, we need to tell everybody. You know, and and it's like, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, okay, well, how does that fit within that? You know, um, and so, you know, I, I come back to this. Jesus said, look, I want you to understand that offenses are going to come. They're going to come knocking, right? It's, it's yeah. impossible for that not to happen. Yeah. Um, it, it's just, what are you going to do about it? You know, and and yeah. I've noticed, I've noticed actually 
uh, John Bevere wrote a book about the bait of Satan, and um, you know, yeah. he, you know, he talks about that. You know, offense is a bait. You know, and it's there in the trap. Now that mm-hmm. stays in the trap, and the trap stays there until you take it. Once you take it, the trap mm-hmm. is activated, and you get caught. But if you don't take it, mm-hmm. you know, and I think that's that's the very thing that we 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 if we resist those sorts of things, and we're in effect creating new 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 ways of being able to deal with something because we refuse mm-hmm. to go that way, but we're creating this new pathway. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Well, you know, it's interesting when we talk about like um, um, the Lord is very interested in changing our mind. He's very interested in getting us to think the way that he thinks and to see the, the world and to see ourselves the way that he sees us. And so everything he's doing is really going after, uh, really going after getting us to sound like him, look like him, be like him in mm-hmm. everything. He wants us to uh actually take on the form of a son of God, not mm-hmm. just, you know, like, like, I feel like that's an important mm-hmm. phrase, son of God. Like we, 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 we talk about son, being a son, but then we got to realize like we're a son of the father, right? Yeah. We are a son of the father. And so I think, I think one of the, one of the other aspects of, of being a son is recognizing your place in the situation. See, because yeah. when you think and think clearly, you realize what's about you and what's not about you. And like mm-hmm. Lisa says, don't answer the door when a fence comes knocking. That's a great oh, word. It's a great word. That's why I put it up there. I'm yep. just thinking yep. that 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 really sums it up. Is that yeah, a fence is going to come knocking. Yep. It does. It does. Like we get to and, choose whether we open the door or not. Yep. Yep. And and I think so often it's uh, one of the things that was so helpful for me a few years ago when I began to realize that people's issue with me wasn't necessarily about me. Not, and, you know, it's like I have to actually like take note and listen mm-hmm. and pay attention if people are, have a have an offense or an issue with something I've done or whatever. Like I really need to pay attention to that. And then I can also have some discernment with the Holy Spirit to go, okay, Lord, is it what part of this is mine what part of this is not and if it's not don't mm-hmm. pick it up yeah you know and that's that's been one of the most freeing things for me you know the, the, the interesting thing about offense i think you know it's just come to me now is that usually offense is quite unreasonable you know and i'm like right. it can sound really reasonable at the time and when right. i look back at it's like why in heaven's name was i offended over that like right but it had a power at the time, which I think is what is what entices or meant to entice you to get take the bait. Because once you take yeah. the bait, yeah. you're in the trap, right? Yeah. You're locked into it. You're into the, the bondage of that. But if you don't and you get some distance from it, then you can look back at it and thinking, oh, that wasn't very enticing. Like, right. like that, that, doesn't, yeah. that doesn't look near as sweet from this side of it looking back at it. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and I think totally. I think that's that's the that's a key thing. And I think there was this, there was a reason. I mean, Jesus was very very clear. You know, like he said things for a reason. Like you know, mm-hmm. he, if he's if he's saying to us, "Look, it's impossible for offenses not to come," mm-hmm. then he, he's telling us that for a real clear reason. He's just saying, "Look, you know, forewarned forewarned is forearmed, right?" 
Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and because because yeah. he's all he's he's always he's always trying to bring us into a place where we were being transformed because we were renewing our mind how we saw things. Mm-hmm. And so the, the, the quicker that we're on the uptake to realize, wait well, a minute, this is offense. I'm getting offended here. Or right. offense is on yeah. its way. Or offense is knocking at yeah. the door. Oh, I can smell it before I even get to answer the door. I'm not going to answer that door. Like, it just go away. You know, it's like, um, and I've, I've noticed that offenses it, have this thing of turning up when you least expect it. Yeah. Yeah, and it's really interesting because when you when you don't pick it up, then you can actually respond in a really healthy way, right? Yeah. You're not yeah. you're not all twisted up, and so yeah. um, you know when when something happens and you're like, <laughs> for me, I'm like, well, actually, I should correct that. Like, I need to say something about that, but I'm not offended, right? Like, yeah. it's very different when you can speak to things not from being offended, but just like let me just tell you the truth. This is what this is. This is where that's coming from. And, and too often, um, too often we get offended and we actually lose the opportunity God was giving us to uh, mm-hmm. walk out a situation with a brother or sister that needed to be walked out, mm. you know? Yeah. Because yeah. then we stay silent. We won't say anything, you know? And I think this is plaguing the church, right? Like, like it's, uh, it, I, I think, isn't being offended a form of pride? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, yeah. Like yes. It, it, it's like things are hurtful and things are hard, right? We get that. And yet, if I'm going to hang on to it more than the Lord's going to hang on to it, if I'm not going to entrust it to the Lord and I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to carry it and I'm going to hold on to it and I'm going to be the one to judge it, I'm going to be the one who's going to handle it, I'm going to be the one who, you know, like like we we just put ourselves in charge in those situations. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you know, again, you know, because we're still on this topic, but I think, you know, there there is there's so often from an orphan mindset where it becomes the focus becomes about what I bring it back to me, you know, I bring it back to, you know, it's all about me. It's, it's all about what I need, what I want, all that sort of stuff. And I think that's part of the basis of offense. Uh, you did that to me, you know, it's, it's like, so we, we adopt this, um, mindset that these things are always being done to me. You know, so therefore, I'm I I'm I'm not operating in my God-given ability, my my God-given privilege, which is to bless, right? You know, uh, yeah. because I'm too yeah. busy trying to protect getting, you know, and try and protect, um, you know who you know who I am, um, and I I think that we don't even realize at times that we're communicating something that we have no intention to communicate. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's um, and, and and so therefore you you can have people um, um, uh, making it all about them, and they really don't have an intention to do that. But that's what they're communicating mm-hmm. um, because it's it's on this. And, and what we're really talking about uh, is the, the sense that we are stepping more and more into days in which the father's saying. Mm-hmm. If there's a point in history where it's essential to have a revelation 
and an experience of what it is to be a, a healthy child of God, it's now. So, yes, and we can point directly mm -hmm. to several different core elements of our culture and elements of our world today that are offensive mm -hmm. to uh, Bible-believing Christians, mm -hmm. right? We can talk about abortion. We can talk about the transgender ideology movement. We could talk about a bunch of different things that are easy yeah. for people to get offended by. We could talk about the, the, the politics of all of this. We can talk about, you know, um, the, you know, mistrust of government. We can talk about the mistrust of, you know, uh, some of the larger, you know, banking things like there's all these things that we can look at and we could actually start living offended by what the world around us is doing yeah right we and i see it just happening in the church you know i mean um uh we have there are people who get easily offended at that type of stuff and it's different than being um justified or um uh taking a, a righteous stand or, you know, there's, there's those types of things that people want to try and, and say that they're doing, but the reality is that they're just offended often yeah. and, and they're acting out of that offense. I think that there's people who are called into each of those arenas um, specifically to bring truth and love and to be able to um, <laughs> proclaim not only the gospel, but even bring correction to some things and do some of that. But yeah. um, if they're offended, they're now operating in the wrong spirit. They're op they're going into that. They're going into that arena in the world mm -hmm. as a Christian offended. We're now operating from a demonic stance. Yeah. And we're not going to see the kingdom come and because will be done on earth and as, in, as it is in heaven. If our behaviors and our actions are motivated by offense. Yeah. It's not going we, to cut it. We were talking. We were talking about this, you know, before, and I think that there are different, different callings and different things upon each sure. of us, you know. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, I particularly tend to take more of a thing. I, I, years ago, I heard an, a, a significant leader in the U.S., in the church leader in the U.S., say say something along to these lines. He said, "Look, you know, um, really, don't criticize the world for being the world." that's all they know to right. do concentrate right. on you being uh, uh you and the church being who the church is meant to be you know so it's Excellent. like yeah you know so some of the yep. some of the some people that are, when i listen to them talk they can tell you more about <laughs> uh -huh. what the enemy's up to what, what's 100%. happening in the world you know yep. and again i'm not yep. saying you shouldn't be aware in you know, right and and you you have such a good uh, insight to a lot of things that are happening around the world, and I think there's yep. quite a balance that comes out of you on that. But for me, I'm 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 not I'm not too interested about what's happening right. here or what's happening there. I can be aware of it, but I'm really fascinated. I'm really yeah. interested in, in what's the father doing. How can how can I be strengthening my oh, own life and good. other people's lives um, about yep. you know stepping into yep. things, you know. Yeah. Um, because sometimes we we don't realize how distracted we become Come on. because of what Amen. the enemy is doing. Yep. And so, therefore, yep. we, we can tend to magnify. Mm -hmm. um, we can actually make it bigger than what, what it really 
what it is. And right. that's the whole right. focus of magnifying is yep. to actually make it bigger in our thinking. Um, yep. and, and, and yet uh, we can... Uh, we we can't make God any less, but we can in our own thinking, because I know what it is. If I, if I get obsessed on something, a negative thing, I I watch my faith level right goes plummeting down. Yeah, and I become yep. I become so focused on on this here, and so therefore I've lost perspective. Well, <laughs> I you know a, a a mature son knows their metron. And, and and they know the arenas in which they're called. And I mm-hmm. think part of that, discovering your purpose partially is trial and error. Um, but it's mm-hmm. also like being like really being moved by your passion um, and not not being yeah. moved by offenses, but being yeah. moved by your passion, because yeah. you might get offended in the arena of your passion. That's part of the reason, but a mature son's yeah. not going to be motivated by offense. They're going to be motivated by their passion. They're going to be motivated by the people groups, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so for example, you know, some people are really passionate about, um, you know, young children and they get super offended at anything coming at young children. And so the, they've got to recognize the mature son and the mature daughter are not going to be offended. They might be, they might be upset re- reasonably. So, and yet, mm-hmm. as a mature son, you're you're looking at it from my perspective is as a son and a daughter, this is the influence and the authority that I bring to this situation because yeah. this is my metron, you know, yeah. and, and I don't know if the church has done a great job. And I say big C church has done a great yeah. job of helping people discover their passions and purpose and identity and all that kind of stuff and, and really push them into that. But I think you could look at. Uh, you know, I'm thinking, man, that's a great a great tool. Is like, where are you offended at the culture? It might be a place where you're, you know, called to have some godly influence, get some healing, get unoffendable, right, and then yeah. move on it. Well, th- th- that's a really interesting thing because I've I've discovered a number of occasions when somebody has offended me, right? Uh-huh. That that person yep. has offended me. I can tell you yep. a number of stories, and. And they just roll what, off the tongue. <laughs> oh yeah, but but what what happened is that that person is meant by God to be a significant right. person in my life, Correct. right? Yeah, we so talked about this a lot. Yeah. yeah. So so what we have yeah. is that the bait is offense. The yeah. purpose of the offense is to keep yeah. me from my destiny uh-huh. and from relationship with that person. Yeah. So if I yeah. if I you know, and I've taken the bait, uh-huh. and then realized, wait a minute, what's going on here? Uh-huh. And yeah. it's not hopeless because yeah. if you take it, there's still re- redemption. There's still redeeming. Uh-huh. You can redeem the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, what what becomes a problem is that sure. when you hold on to that bait, stay in the trap, yeah. and you stay yeah. there, stay there, stay there, stay there, and you build yeah. a stronghold of offense. That's right. the problem. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So, so what happened was, I recognized, and I and I reluctantly, <laughs> I, 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 I'm just being honest. I was reluctantly <laughs> going after these, and then later found out. And when I f- found out what was going on, 
when I realized what was going on, I kicked that thing as far as I could, you know, and right. and I yeah. then yeah. I had to pursue it. Yeah. I've also yeah. noticed, I've also noticed in another thing at a conference a little while ago, um, the the I the, was just thinking about that. Yeah, he started to deal with something, uh-huh. and I got offended yep. right away yep. because yep. and and <laughs> and actually it was on an orphan spirit. Yeah. Right. Okay. So you got you should just tell the story because it so fits. Oh <laughs> yeah. Exactly what we're talking about. So I was at this conference. I was at this conference, and a guy from the U.S. starts to talk about, um, you know, he'd done a lot of teaching over a few days on on something, and and it was about uh, sonship and about you know, and he was he was going to start to deal with his orphan spirit, and so he started to describe what he saw out of Australia, and I'm thinking how dare you like I, you know and i'm straight in this i can tell about you americans da, 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 da. you know and i'm thinking <laughs> what is going on here i'm offended i'm offended yeah. and he wants to minister to us you know and and <laughs> i had to i had to put my will into place and saying no mm. no i'm i'm agreeing with word. you i'm agreeing with you and everything's like going that. off in me no no <clears throat> obviously wow. he was dealing with something and needed to That's deal right. something in me as yep. well as everybody else, and I right. was reacting to that. So, uh, so what I did was I I put Praise my God. will, all right. Mm. I I made myself yes. agree with this, even though I'm struggling, and I'm I'm no, I, I I come into agreement with you. I come into agreement with you. I come into agreement. And when he starts praying the prayer, and you know, I didn't think it was ever going to finish. You know, it was like it was it was a long thing, and I and I had to no. I agree. I, yes, yes, you're right. You're right. You're right. Right. And I think I think that that was a very that turned out to be a very significant change for me that I realized weeks later. Right. That, that this is this has happened, and it's because I fought. Yeah. I fought yeah. to agree to come into agreement, yeah. and I think that what we have to do is that we have to notice. When instead of going with the flow, you know, and what we think is normal, we, we need to be wise enough to realize, wait a minute, this is triggering something in me. Wait yeah. a minute, this this is yeah. this this you know, it, it's like we we can become too familiar with offense, for instance, mm-hmm. that and 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 what I, what I've noticed is that actually offended people find offense. Ooh, they're good at it. Where it doesn't they're even exist. They're looking for it. They're looking, They're looking for it, but, but but part of the reason why oh go ahead go ahead but but you see I, there's a scripture that says ge- generous people find opportunities to be generous, so mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. wait a minute hey mm-hmm. I mean we know that every truth there is a counterfeit that exists yep. Yep. right into the negative that's going to cause harm 100%. so that so so it's like okay if you're looking for something Jesus said. Seek and you will find. That's right. right. It's no seeking, no finding. Kingdom. It's kingdom. It's kingdom. But he, you know. Yep. Yeah. So if you're if you're looking for a fence, you're going to find it. Yep. Yeah. If you're looking, you know, I've got um, some friends that are very strong in contemplative prayer, and they, they yeah. the and the concept behind this is that you just need to keep finding your dirt, keep finding your dirt, keep finding your dirt. <laughs> And that just keeps you in this humble place. And I talked to this person the other day and they're like, I'm just barely making it by the skin of my teeth. And I'm like, whoa, stop. Hang on. Time out. You're looking for the wrong things. 
Stop looking for every place that's broken and hurting. When the Lord reveals, we have to yeah. deal with that always. But you should not be on the hunt for your sin. Right? Like that sets you back. That moves you in the wrong direction. Even though, you know, that you yeah. need to stay humble. And guess what? A mature son humbles themselves. You don't yeah. have to go find ways to do it. You just do it. Um, the other, yeah. the other thing I was going to say about the offense issue and looking for offense is it's deception, right? At its core, mm-hmm. you know, because because you're actually getting there's a significance and a value on how you view yourself that allows you to get offended. Right. Mm-hmm. You think that there's su- it's a level of pride, like I think we were talking about earlier. Right. It's Pride Month. So we'll just keep talking about mm-hmm. pride. But that mm-hmm. there's this level. There's this level of self-importance and a self-justification and a view mm-hmm. of self that is deceived in thinking that your value is so high that mm-hmm. you should be offended by other people's stuff, you know, yeah. and what they're doing and what they're saying we, we we've got this uh gross deception that's happening in the body um and i think you read leadership and self-deception didn't you uh by the arbiter yeah. institute yeah a long time i think ago. it was like yeah. three or four years ago you read it yeah, yeah. um I, I take all of our leaders through it uh we go after that stuff because um you know one of the realities is we often do not see ourselves very clearly and we will build a self-justifying image of ourselves. So yeah. when we, when, when, when anything happens, we always are defensive, we're offended, yeah. we're justified. And then everyone else is a villain and we vilify the people around us. We make them the bad guy They're the, the you know, and now we're easily offended and you can find all that all because we didn't see ourselves clearly. Right. We didn't see ourselves with a measure of humility. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. 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 So, good. you know, I, you know, I think oh. in order to, yep. Yeah. Good. Um, I, I was going to say, you made a comment earlier and I, I think you were just processing something, but I feel like it really applies. You know, if, if you're, if you're not about the father's business, you're going to be easily offended. And, and I think that what you said is, is, the devil's always trying to usurp our authority, but he can't usurp it. Or I don't remember the words you used, yeah, but he can have our authority if we're using yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So the, the enemy is uh, after authority, you know, so he's number one thing yeah. that he's after authority because yeah. Jesus said all authority yeah. is mine. So he doesn't have authority. Yeah. He has power, yeah. but he doesn't have authority. Uh, and so he's after our authority. He can't take our authority yeah. if we're using it. You know, it's only, yeah. it's only when... We're not using authority and we give it over to him. Right. So he, he can't yep. take it from us. Um, no. he, he just can't take it from us. He, he has to be yep. given it to us. And we give it to him in a whole bunch of ways. But if you're busy using your authority, you have, like there's, there's nothing to to give. There's nothing to take, right. you know, because you're using yeah. it. So you're walking yeah. in it, you're living in that um, authority. And I think that sort of leads into even the place of where we you know, can wrap this up um, along the lines of what, what, we, mm-hmm. what we're really saying is that the Father um, is highlighting a season yeah. and a time when uh, it's about um, sons and daughters 
stepping into another, a new era or another dimension of sonship, sonship in that mm-hmm. the answer to the world's issues, creation saw this, creation has it built into it. It says that creation earnestly waits, is seeking for the sons of God, right? The sons of God to be revealed. So creation's waiting for it, longing longing for and it's got such an anticipation to it and so our role our job uh certainly is to be into a place where that's what i want to say to people today uh let it be that your declaration is i want to be the most healthy son and daughter that there ever was come on amen i want to this year actually get to the end of the year when i look back and say you know what I, I'm I'm in a much healthier place because I I think the, for me the most delightful experience is to look at a situation that mm. I previously would have acted mm-hmm. out of an awfulness and look at it and saying yep. I didn't act like well, that. I you know I I would say like there's been a couple instances lately that have come up where I think gosh uh, probably three years ago. I would not have responded well. And yeah. I've just been able to sit on it and go, okay. And then just get be, you know, give a straightforward, not offended, just, you know, allow my heart to be pure mm-hmm. um, and, and to go from there. And, and mm-hmm. then to, you know, it's amazing how much peace you walk in, how calm your life is, how, how much of a, you get to actually rest in the Lord when your mind isn't swimming around offenses. It's really mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> yeah, I've no. said this before. I've said this before, but you can you can often tell what is a significant thing that the that the people of God are meant to be going afterwards. You can tell mm-hmm. because in the negative side of it, it's an issue. And for right. lots of years, uh, we've seen the number one crime around the world is identity theft. Yeah. Right. The second thing that we're seeing now is issues of gender or identity that are being. Come on. 100%. You know, there's there's such yep. an issue. There's such an issue about all of that. So yep. you don't have to be too prophetic to 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 look at it and say, okay, then uh, do whatever you want to do. But for me and my household, we're yeah. going after uh, being the most healthy mm-hmm. sons and daughters mm-hmm. that we could possibly mm-hmm. be. Because that's what the Holy Spirit will clutch onto. That's what the Holy Spirit will help you. That's what the angels will come and say, we're going to minister to you in this. We're going to take this because we love that goal. We love that thought. That's great. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and I feel like um, there's, uh, I feel like we need to just release people into their metrons. um, Because I feel like that there's a revelation of identity um, that we're like, you're offended in areas that are actually arenas of calling. You're offended mm-hmm. in areas that God has set us set you to aside for a purpose. Just like Mark talked about, there's relationships where you're offended that are actually have destiny on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember now the one thing that I was going to say earlier. You will know if there's destiny on it if you can get your heart pure and set healthy boundaries. Right. If you can do those two things and you guys and and things move forward, praise the Lord. Right. Mm -hmm. Like if you could get your heart pure and set a healthy boundary and there's like, oh, things get unveiled. 
there's now reconciliation because without a boundary, you can't reconcile. And without, you know, there's those things that have to be in place. Yeah. So, so if you could do those two things and you move forward, praise God, there's destiny on it. Um, so yeah. uh, I feel like we need to just release that. Uh, so father, I just well, thank you for everybody. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I, I just Definitely. thank you for everybody here who is um, struggling with offense. Uh, there's yeah. a reason why we did this topic today. There's a reason why you brought this to the For surface. Sure. People have offended um, at yeah. people, pastors, leaders, offended with the world, offended with government, offended with school boards, whatever else is going on in the world. And, and God, I thank you that you have made us unoffendable. You have mm -hmm. called us to be your sons and daughters that rise above the fray of this world. We are not of this world. This is a secondary plane to the heavenly realm in which we live and we reside. And you've called us to have authority and influence, not to be influenced and under the authority of offense. And so, Father, we ask right now in Jesus' name, you would raise up um, an actual, like I see a flood of healing, like a wall of water coming to cleanse and wash every single person who's been offended in arena. And the thing that is left standing is the burden and the passion. It's the thing that you're to pray into. It's the <clears> thing <throat> that you're to even be activated in. Father, I pray that you would give us wisdom and how to be activated in those areas. But God, purify our hearts, cleanse our minds. We repent for harboring any offense and we release right now the ability to step into the Metron, into that specific arena that God has given you for this mm -hmm. next season in Jesus' name. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Let it be so. Amen. 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 Okay. We will not have go beyond next week, uh, but we will the week after and then not on the 4th of July. So uh, we'll be, we'll be ring the bell put the notifications on you will get it okay all right you'll know when we're on and then uh and we'll get it posted earlier so everybody get on your calendar all right so you're not, you're not right. going to do fourth of july you're not going to do fourth of july <laughs> that was weird what happened I'm, there i don't know you got excited are you pushing <laughs> over there no so, um so no on on fourth of july uh we're going to be uh, so independent that we won't even we won't even do a broadcast. How's that? Uh, oh, this is fun. <laughs> Actually, I'll, I'll be in the Philippines. I'll be in the Philippines, so that's why right. I'm going to be here. So. And so, for our prayer people, people who are praying for for us and our ministries and what's going on with Insight Now, yep. Mark, you're going to be out of Australia from the 30th to July 11th um, in yep. the Philippines. Yep. And yep, so, so be praying for Mark on that, that yep. journey on that trip. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, okay. Okay. Bless you guys. Thanks everybody. Bless okay, you. I'm going to push that. I'm going to push that button now. Yeah, why don't you push that button now? <laughs>